you're listening to a podcast by the BCG Henderson Institute, BCG's Think Tank. In this series, hosted by fellow Dave Young, we'll interview business leaders and explore how companies can build competitive advantage by creating a sustainable world. Now on to our episode. Welcome to season two of Building Competitive Advantage in a Sustainable World. In our work at the BCJ Henderson Institute, we've been exploring how businesses are using digital and data as key enablers for their sustainable business model innovations. And in particular, how collaborating to create greater data transparency along value chains is important to capture the value that sustainability can bring to a company to enhance the brand, to enable its growth. This is coupled with demands for trust and authenticity in sustainability claims and demonstrations of measurable progress against sustainability targets to address risks of greenwashing, but more importantly, to just so how, show how powerful the product is in contributing to a better world. And so today, I'm very excited to welcome Antoine Grios, who is Vice President of Innovation and Advanced Services for Bureau Veritas a company with historic deep roots and a leading global firm today that's focused on testing, inspecting, and certifying across a variety of sectors, including building and infrastructure, agri-food and commodities, marine and consumer, and has a great deal of innovation that brings the purpose and the application of sustainability to life. So to begin, Antoine, welcome. And if you would mind, please introduce yourself and Bureau Veritas to our listeners and tell a bit about your career and your experience with sustainability there. Hello, Dave, and thanks a lot for inviting me to this podcast. Very happy to be there with you. My name is Antoine Giraud, today Vice President in Bureau Veritas in charge of innovation and advanced services in the corporate team. So my role is basically to develop innovative services and solutions that will be sold to the clients in the months, years to come. So I'm really looking forward to the new evolutions of the markets, the expectations of our clients, and trying to build up new solutions for this. But, but I guess we'll come back on it during the course of the, of the podcast. So my experience, I was quite passionate about joining this company because this is a very interesting company to several different regards. I joined Bureau Veritas in 2014. Initially, to implement the sales transformation program of the group. Then I moved to the food business line where I was in charge of business development, mainly focusing on M&A and innovation. And by the way, this is where I came for the first time very close to the sustainability topics. Because as you know, the food industry pays a lot of attention to sustainability topics. So this is where I was able to dig in topics like organic food, animal welfare, sustainable agriculture, waste management, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized how strategic those topics are for the industry and the journey we have ahead of us. And now I've been uh, in my current role for the past two years. And clearly, when I launch innovation and new services, I touch several different topics from traceability to cybersecurity, including hygiene, safety, et cetera. But clearly, most part of my time is dedicated to sustainability because this is where we believe in Bureau Veritas that we have products to develop, services to design, et cetera, et cetera. Antoine, the thing that fascinates me about your business is this capacity to look across industry sectors, deep into the data, 
and the challenges and the needs for verification, for trust, for insight along those processes that actually say whether, you know, what the company is doing or the lineage of that specific product is truly sustainable. And so when I look at uh, Euro Veritas strategy, it seems to lift up the importance of assuring sustainability, of being able to help and confirm energy transitions and being able to see the compliance around, for instance, cybersecurity. And as you said, these things all are strategically important to the business and to where it's going. Could you share a bit about Vera Veritas's overarching strategy in this space and also sort of the approach to innovation that leads toward sustainability and how you think about it as a source of competitive advantage for the business, for Bureau Veritas, but also for your clients that you're enabling on their journeys through your services. Maybe I can start by what I hear from clients all day long when it comes to sustainability. My clients, they, they are telling me, and they've been discussing with many consulting firms also over the past few years, to clarify their ESG strategy, their CSR strategy, and being able to clarify their roadmap being able to set their targets and to define precisely where they want to go is something I think which is pretty well achieved now for companies. And they have invested a lot of energy and resources in clarifying that point. And now what companies tell me is that what they need to do and where they need to focus is on the, the efficient implementation of those strategies. And when it comes to the implementations, it's all about going into the field, bringing expertise and trying to assess in the details where we stand and how we could enable improvement and performance enhancement. And this is where Bureau Veritas, we believe, is, is pretty well positioned because we have this network of experts across the world in, in more than 140 countries. So, so just to give a, an idea of, of our positioning and why we believe sustainability is so important for us. Then coming back to ourselves, Bureau Veritas, and our strategy on sustainability. So this topic is at the core of what we've been doing uh, over the past uh, decades. And you mentioned that Bureau Veritas was created in, in 1828. And this is what we've been doing since the inception of the company. Why? Because we help our clients improving safety, improving quality, protecting health, preserving environment, et cetera, et cetera. We've been doing this for years. How have we materialized this now in our strategy? Basically, important for me to mention that this strategy is actually cascaded at two different levels. The first one is the internal level. For us, sustainability is a topic on which we want internally to be completely exemplary. We want to be a role model also for the industry in terms of sustainability. That's why we have developed a CSR strategy, clearly articulated around three pillars. The first one being to shape a better workplace for our employees. We are talking here about health and safety targets, inclusion, diversity, employee well-being, etc. The second pillar of our internal strategy is to shape a better environment which means redu reduce our carbon footprint, support the preservation of biodiversity, et cetera, et cetera. And the third pillar is around shaping better business practices. So we have a strong program led by uh, procurement internally to have responsible sourcing practices, 
transparent governance, anti-corruption rules, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So really, the internal CSR plan is very important for us. The second pillar, of course, is externally, is the set of services that we have developed internally to serve our clients and at the end of the day to serve planet and society. We articulated all our services around what we call the green line of services of Bureau Veritas. And, and I guess Dave uh, will probably spend some time on it in, a, in, in the course of the podcast. But everything we do from social audits to health and safety uh, audits, uh, environmental analysis, uh, supply chain assessment, etc., we have decided to articulate this around what we call the green line of services, and we'll probably uh, spend some time on it later. One point, Dave, which is very important, is that we at Bureau Veritas are living a very interesting moment for us. Because for the first time, what we've been doing for decades and what we've been for decades discussing with our usual counterparts, the compliance managers, the quality managers, etc., the technical directors, what we've been discussing with our daily contacts for, for decades now is part of the topics discussed at XCOM level and at board level. So for the first time, what we do becomes an exciting and priority topic for all our clients at sea level. And this makes a huge difference for us. And this makes a huge difference in our strategy. And this is why we have decided to focus into two angles when it comes to sustainability. The first one is to better value what we already do. So, and you mentioned digital. We have structured fantastic digital architecture to better visualize and show the insights coming from the fields. So what we've been doing before was going into the fields, doing some assessment and observations and writing reports. We have an IT architecture in place, enabling to consolidate all those field insights into dashboards, consolidated into aggregated scores, KPIs, etc. Not only to provide reports, but now to provide insights to improve the decision-making process of the C-level people in charge of the sustainability strategies of organizations. That's IT part is important, and that's why digital is at the heart of what we do. And the second point is, of course, in the development of new services and solutions, our clients are asking us how they could improve their cybersecurity processes, how they can improve their animal welfare practices or the ones of their suppliers, how they can better manage the ESG commitments that they make to the market, etc., etc. So for all those specific topics, we also innovate and design new services for them. There is something else I wanted to address with you also is how at we have decided to implement our strategy related to innovation, especially in the field of sustainability. Of course, the first thing we decided to push is organic development through the design of new services internally using the experts we have. But this being said, of course, it's changing so fast, the sustainability world, that we don't have all the expertise we need. So it also comes through, of course, recruitment of, of new experts. It also comes with partnerships. We sign a lot of partnerships with companies to bring in expertise we don't have. And the last element is M&A. It's very important when you try to innovate in sustainability, like in many other fields, important to 
clearly understand where you can do it organically and when, where you need external support. To give you one example, cybersecurity, which is an area of extreme importance for our clients now, we decided to acquire a company 18 months ago who joined the BV group end of 2020, which is called Secura, and moving into acquisitions to address sustainability topics was very key for us. No, it's interesting. I mean, that's a great example. You know, one of the things we're seeing is that sustainability is becoming kind of a lens for corporate development. How did you figure out what vectors to, to grow along? You know, some of the oldest companies out there we're finding that sustainability becomes a new way for them to think about corporate development. We're actually seeing sort of companies rethink integration, actually acquiring backward in their value chains so they have more control over the sustainability inputs or actually moving forward a bit beyond where the boundary of the company was because they think they can now add a bundle that's different. So all of a sudden this logic, right, that we had for years in many parts of the world that said we're gonna do is you know, we're going to focus, 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 which they actually in some ways interpreted as, you know, shrinking the boundary of the business and going deep in a particular segment of the value chain. All of a sudden we're finding with sustainability that the value of sustainability is moving around the value chain. And so the opportunities to grow, you know, can kind of be in these different pieces of the value chain. So you walk the talk as a company, but more so you're actually helping others walk and talk about what they're doing in clear ways being able to bring that data, that insight and bring it up so people can make the decisions so that they can understand how they're performing or understand where they could perform could perform better. This becomes clear to me now why you describe yourself as a business to business to society company, because you're really following that whole chain for them. You're making it clear them through that whole process of what's going on. You mentioned the green line in your discussion. Could you share a bit more about what it's taken to build Bureau Veritas's portfolio of green line across those five business verticals? And, and how do you think about integrating the offers? Where do you see the frontiers of innovation across those green lines? Very good question. And we have indeed our set of services, which is part of our green line of services. And with those services, we help our clients to implement, to measure, and to achieve their sustainability objectives. So the green line of services is, is basically all the services that we can provide to our clients from the start of the value chain, so from resources and production, to conception, also during the construction and refurbishment phase of, of building and infrastructures, but also in the field of transportation, for example. So all along, the value chain, all across the topics addressed by our clients, we have specific services that we could perform. The types of services we could perform, for example, are carbon footprint measurements, control of the sustainable use of natural resources. We could do organic certification. We could do inspections of networks of electric vehicle charging stations, etc., etc. So wherever you are on the value chain, we provide services addressing sustainability. What's new and where innovation comes is in the way we can bundle those services into innovative packaged solutions to support organizations in their ESG roadmap. And maybe here I can give you one concrete example to illustrate. One solution recently launched called Clarity 
enabling clients to bring trust and credibility to the ESG commitments that they make to their stakeholders. The initial statement is that client now, they take more and more customized ESG commitments. 10 years ago, companies were just looking at uh, sustainability as a way to comply to something. Now they see sustainability as a differentiator. By taking customized ESG commitments, different from the one of the competitors, you create value. So you are trying to do more and more sustainability achievements. And because you take strong and ambitious ESG commitments, you need to make sure they are credible. So the need to have a third party like Bureau Veritas coming on the ground and checking that what you actually say to your stakeholders, to your analysts, to your ecosystem is actually true and credible has a lot of value. And this is the ambition we have with the solution of called Clarity, is to make all those ESGs credible. And at the end of the day, the ambition is, of course, to create value. You mentioned the ecosystem. And you know we've done a lot of research to look at just how far individual companies can push their own sustainability journeys until they bump into constraints within the ecosystem, an absence, for instance, of recycling infrastructure or the inability necessarily to do, as you're saying, trace something completely through the value chain to understand that its lineage and the way that the product and the materials have been handled truly offer this unique sustainability proposition to the market, which sounds like what you're opening things up to do. And we recognize that they can go so far and then they hit one of these constraints in the ecosystem. And so sustainable companies need sustainable ecosystems. It strikes me that the kind of work you do really gets to both the company, but the insight comes also about through that value chain, what some of those constraints are. Do you help companies understand the nature of those constraints within the ecosystem, give insight to where those constraints are, and perhaps how to improve the ecosystem that they are part of? Yes, this is an excellent question, because when it comes to efficient implementation of ESG commitments, it's all about, of course, assessment and measurement, but then it's all about enablement. So how do you improve things? So, of course, we can support our clients in the improvement of their actions by uh, supporting them in the setup of uh, new policies, in the setup of new specifications, et cetera, et cetera. But the other way also that is important for me is that I don't believe sustainability should be addressed in silos. So we have a lot of partnerships that we have developed for us growing into the area of sustainability is done organically through the design of new services, but is also done through partnerships, especially when it comes to traceability, for example. We don't believe that Bureau Veritas should be the exclusive partner of uh, one specific industry for traceability. We have IT partners, we have NGOs with whom we work with, because we believe at the end of the day, all of us, we should be aligned in the long-term objective that we are looking for. So that's why we are very open to partnerships and collaboration when it comes to sustainability. Excellent. One of the things that we've looked at in the Henderson Institute, we've looked at over 500 sustainability initiatives. And what we found is only about 100 and a bit actually connect the explicit 
environmental or social or economic outcomes of the business to what really drives value creation and competitive advantage. And of maybe the 100 that do that, only 30 have done it in a way that you're describing, where it actually begins to change the boundaries of the business and the nature of competition, helps one to reimagine the operating model in a new sense. We think one of the challenges has been that our typical way of thinking about businesses is really very much wrapped around thinking about it in terms of the profit and uh, the margin of the products and not necessarily thinking about all those externalities, which you're referring to and now bringing to light. Do you see sustainability as a way to innovate, innovate processes, innovate products? Is that, you know, from what you're seeing, a bit of a missing lens for many companies in thinking about process and product innovation? Yes, I think so, uh, because sustainability now, it's not a B2B topic. It's a topic for the entire society. So it's driven by clients' consumer demand. So I think companies don't have choice anymore. They have to make the change. Sustainability clearly is a driver for change, is a driver for value creation. So it will drive change, innovation, new products, etc. I'm sure about it because consumer, consumers are looking for it. And how, if we would imagine the future, from what you're seeing across these industries, with all of the uh, sort of insight you're building across value chains, what's the frontier? What are the frontiers of sustainability, do you imagine? If we were a decade out from now, and you were looking at the sustainability landscape, what are you both imagining we'll see, what are you hoping we'll see? That's not an easy question, Dave. I think we are in the beginning of a big change. The big change is that until now, performance was analyzed only through the financial angle. This is still the case. It still counts a lot and it will continue to do so. But non-financial performance will take more and more importance in everything we do. And I'm not talking, talking only about companies and organizations' performance. We are talking about well-being, we're talking about animal welfare, we are talking about impact on the entire ecosystem, about positive supply chains, etc. All of this is non-financial. And I believe that in the decades to come, the non-financial part will year after year take more and more importance in the way we analyze the world, globally speaking. Antoine, let me thank you for joining us and sharing more insight about Bureau Veritas and how it is both building itself to be a more sustainable business, but more importantly, how it's enabling so many others to, on the journey of sustainability and really breaking ground in the use of data for verification and insight and transformation. Exciting company and exciting time. Thank you for sharing your thinking. Thank you very much, Dave. This podcast was part of our series on building competitive advantage in a sustainable world. For more information about this and other research topics, follow the BCG Henderson Institute's research online at bcghendersoninstitute.com and follow our podcast series on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.